Vox Quick Hits. This vote, the yeas are 220, the nays are 211. The motion is adopted. Today explained, Sean Ramos from the new president accomplished something today. It's called the American Rescue Plan. It looks a lot like $1.9 trillion in stimulus spending, the CARES Act Part 2, but it's really a quiet revolution in American welfare disguised as stimulus. And that's kind of why it was so hard to pass. Emily Stewart, Politics Vox. It was hard, but maybe not as hard as it could have been. A couple months ago, talking to people about this, the sense that I got is that they thought it was going to be pared down. Uh, It wasn't. Joe Biden proposed $1.9 trillion, and we got $1.9 trillion. It's been a long day, a long night, A long year, but a new day has come, and we tell the American people, help is on the way. Senate has never spent $2 trillion in a more haphazard way or through a less rigorous process. So the Democrats kind of ended up getting what they wanted, is what you're saying? Not entirely what they wanted, but pretty close to it. So there are a few things where there were some compromises on stimulus checks. People are going to get those $1,400 stimulus checks pretty soon, but they are more targeted. So basically, they go out to anybody making up to $75,000, but then they're going to phase out at $80,000. So some people who got them before won't get them. On the flip side, this time, adult dependents are going to be eligible. So that means college students or elder adults that maybe live with their children. So people will get stimulus checks who have never gotten them before. On unemployment insurance, it is going to be a little bit less generous. So instead of $400 checks that Biden was hoping to get out the door to the unemployed, they're going to be $300. But there are some tax provisions in there that we can talk about a little bit later. And on the minimum wage, you know, we talked about that recently. That is going to be a no. The parliamentarian said it couldn't go into the bill, but then when Democrats tried to put it back in, turns out not as many Democrats were on board. On this vote, the yeas are 42, the nays are 58. With a $15 minimum wage by 2025, as we thought. The point of order is sustained and the amendment falls. One of the Democrats who certainly wasn't on board, and we spoke to you about him last week when we did an episode about the $15 minimum wage, was West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin. What role did he end up having on these negotiations across the board? You know, Joe Manchin was, in a way, kind of the star of the show. He was the person everybody was paying attention to. So on Friday, there were sort of several hours where it was not quite clear what was going to happen on unemployment insurance because it wasn't clear what Joe Manchin was going to go for. He was kind of flirting with a Republican amendment that would have done $300 in extra benefits through July 18th, which is not what Democrats wanted. 
And so there was this big question of, like, what can we get Joe to agree with? And ultimately, that wound up being $300 through September 6th. And then this tax provision that's going to make the first $10,000 of unemployment insurance tax-free. So that's a big deal because we were afraid that people were going to get these giant tax bills that they couldn't afford and didn't know were coming. Okay, so some setbacks for the plan that Biden sort of wanted to implement here, but that shouldn't take away from the fact that there are some huge wins for him, right? Yeah, I mean, Democrats by and large got what they wanted here, I think, with the exception of the minimum wage. And again, we don't know if they all wanted the minimum wage, but one big thing that they wanted for a long time is funding for states and cities. And so $350 billion dollars in funding for states and cities in that bill, which is really huge. There's more subsidies for Obamacare. There's a bunch of money for schools. There's money for vaccines and testing. There's money for restaurants. There's also a lot in here for children. Our bill would substantially expand the child tax credit and cut child poverty in this country in half. And the Biden administration estimates that they might cut child poverty in half with this. So this is really big. And these are long-term priorities that Democrats have wanted to put in place for a long time. And at least we're going to have them for a while. You said cut child poverty in half. That's huge. Tell me more. Basically what it does, the bill, is that it expands the child tax credit. So it makes it a little bit more generous. And it looks like around July, people are going to start receiving money for their children, which is really good. And that's on top of, you know, their parents are going to be getting stimulus checks and their parents are also going to be getting unemployment if they have lost their jobs. Getting money for their children as in just free money because you have kids. Is that right? Yeah, it's sort of like a child allowance. Which I hear children like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> ah! And you mentioned earlier that there are changes to the tax code. Is is that one of them or are there more? Yeah. So the tax stuff can be a little bit wonky, but I do think it's worth talking about. So as mentioned, the first $10,200 of unemployment benefits aren't going to be taxable for households making up to $150,000. So there had been this concern among a lot of experts and advocates that people were going to wind up with a tax bill that they didn't expect and might not be able to pay. Like if you have been unemployed so long that you have received $10,000 in benefits, your financial situation, who knows what it's like right now, right? And then another thing that snuck in there was a provision on student loan forgiveness. And what that does is it makes all forgiven student loans tax-free through 2025. Because prior to this, what would happen with certain types of forgiven student loans was that, let's say you had $10,000 forgiven, that would be counted as your income for that year. And so that would come with a giant tax bill. Now, this is obviously important in the student debt debate. Like As people push Joe Biden to forgive student debt, this is a way for Elizabeth Warren et al. to say, look, we removed this hurdle for you. Now do student debt forgiveness. But even if it doesn't happen, there are people who do get their debts forgiven or discharged through other ways. And sometimes that's tax-free and sometimes that's not. So this is good for those people as well. And it's one that a lot of experts hope will stick beyond 2025. All right. So some big, huge changes to how this country works, essentially, to to welfare in this country. Biden came into office 
touting bipartisanship. How'd he do on that front with this bill? I think it's worth saying the bill is popular, even if it's not popular among Republicans in Congress. A lot of the public likes the bill, Republicans and Democrats alike. Like, who doesn't want some extra money in their bank account right now? That being said, they did not get any Republican votes on this. Um, Like, not one? No, they didn't get any Republicans on the bill. No, I was speaking with one Senate aide a while back about this, and he said, well, Republicans are invited to vote for the bill. And in that sense, it's bipartisan, which like, okay, fair enough. But no, they they didn't get any. They didn't get any Republicans. What does that mean for the rest of Biden's presidency? I mean, this was something that had popular support in the country, significant popular support in the country, and they still couldn't get a single Republican vote. Is this what government's going to look like for the next two, four years? It is impossible to say for sure, but like this isn't the best sign of what's to come. I do think that this doesn't necessarily bode super well for a bipartisan future. And I think that there are probably some conversations that are going to bubble up in the Senate about whether or not they want to keep the filibuster. But then again, our friend Joe Manchin, not quite sure if he's going to get rid of the filibuster. But yeah, I don't know if Republicans are going to be jumping over themselves to go join Democrats for other priorities in the near future. Quick break, and then more on how this stimulus is something of a game changer in disguise. That was an excerpt of Today Explained. To hear the whole enchilada and others like it, check out Today Explained wherever you check out your podcasts. 